Hey, have you been thinking about crowdfunding your product, but your friends have told you it's a bad idea and you don't really know why? In this video, I'm gonna reveal the three hidden dangers to crowdfunding that most don't realize until it's too late. Let's go. This is the Launch and Scale Podcast, the home of some of the best e-commerce advice on the internet today. Whether you're launching your first product or scaling your existing storefront, we include conversations from industry experts, best practices, and practical tips to help you run a profitable e-commerce brand online today. I'm your host, Kirsten, and my mission is to create 100 seven-figure brands by 2027. If you're going to be one of them, be sure to subscribe and not miss another episode. By the way, for more resources and information on how to work with us, go to launchandscale.co. Remember, that's .co, not .com. Apart from that, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Kirsten, and if you are new here, I have worked with e-commerce brands to launch new products using Kickstarter and Indiegogo since 2015. And we've helped raise millions of dollars using these platforms. And we've taken these launches and turned them into several times multiple million dollar brands. So I like to think that I am an okay source to talk about some of the hidden dangers of crowdfunding. So take out your notebook and let's get into them. So why am I talking like this? I'm here to not try to talk you out of Kickstarter or Indiegogo. It is now my mission after seeing the dark side of crowdfunding campaigns for the last few years, I am making it my mission to help inform creators of what they need to be prepared for because nobody's talking about this. Only the people that have gone through it and have had literally nightmares that have jeopardized their businesses and their finances and gone seriously into debt, only the ones that have gone through it talk about it. So I wanna help you make an informed, educated decision. So in no way is my intention with this video to try to skew you away from it, but I want to educate you on the things that you may not realize you're getting into so you can better prepare should you choose to go for the crowdfunding route with your product. The number one hidden danger has some catastrophic effects if you are not prepared. That is not getting the ROI or raising the capital you expected to on Kickstarter. This is a trend that's been happening more and more and more, and it is the number one reason I have chosen to leave Kickstarter, okay? So what this means, because Kickstarter has become so saturated with big brands, people using it as a default funding source, for years and years and years, I think the platform has reached a critical mass right now where because it is so difficult to rank on the platform in order to get noticed or seen by their community, brands and startups just like you are needing to outlay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on marketing to build awareness and build a wait list before your launch. And some brands may be willing to do that, but what they don't realize is when they spend the 20, 30, $40,000 required to build the email list, what happens if you launch your product and because you set your funding goal low in order to be picked up by the algorithm, what happens if you only raise your funding goal? Or what happens if you end up going into Kickstarter with a funding target of $10,000, but you really need $250,000? What happens if you do everything right, but because the platform is oversaturated, because marketing is expensive, because there's so much competition, you only raise $100,000? 
what are you going to do at the end of your Kickstarter campaign without a plan B for external funding? And this is the number one hidden killer of crowdfunding campaigns because what ends up happening in an attempt to hit good marketing targets, you end up falling massively short of your goal, even if you publicly raise and you get funded. If you don't, if you only raise $100,000, but you need 250 and you don't have a backup plan, this creates some catastrophic chain effects. And let's go into what those are. So at the end of your campaign, you've only raised $100,000 and you need an extra $150,000 to get to market. All of a sudden, because you hadn't banked on needing external capital, you are scrambling. And this means that you, when you're originally promised your timeline to your backers of delivering in three months, unfortunately, that can't happen because in order to start manufacturing, you need to come up with the extra $150,000. And now you go into this weird rat race of trying to flag down investment to close some deals to cover the gap to make sure that you get the $250,000. Not only does this dramatically delay your timeline, but it breaches trust with your backers because this is the very problem with Kickstarter and crowdfunding in general is that people end up giving money and waiting five times longer for product because of supply chain, AKA funding issues, because the, the creator just went in with the good intention of raising all this money by you know, by having this campaign. So that is number one hidden killer is going into Kickstarter without having a plan B for external funding and not being realistic about your expectations of things going massively over budget and not being prepared for them. So that is number one. Hidden danger number one with falling short of your funding target doesn't only have massive consequences for your timeline on fulfillment and needing to come up with external capital, but it brings in danger number two, which is relying on Kickstarter to give you product market fit certainty and validation. A lot of people, brands go to Kickstarter because they want to use the Kickstarter campaign to show potential investors that there's big market demand for their product so that after the Kickstarter campaign, they're able to close additional capital. Here's why this is dangerous. What if your campaign ends up falling short of all forecasted um, things and investors now look at your Kickstarter or Indiegogo raise and say, ooh, we expected your product to do so much more. Because of that, I'm out. There are so many startups right now that are going to crowdfunding to get that market validation. And because of certain factors I'm gonna get into in a second, they don't hit the critical numbers that they were banking on literally to close additional rounds of investment. And so investors and startups and really the world is looking at Kickstarter campaigns that underperform as, oh, it must mean that there's just not demand for this product. This is a really, really big systemic issue because the what if the thing that is causing your campaign to not do as well as you would hoped, sure you get funded, but what if that isn't a sign of product market fit or future market potential of the product, but what if that is an issue caused by the platform itself? What I mean by this is that because Kickstarter is so oversaturated, because there's so much competition, because of Kickstarter's backer community getting really fed up with creators 
and supply chain problems and not getting product for months or even years after promised, or just the Kickstarter landscape changing in general. What if there are external reasons why your product launch did not do the way you had hoped, but because of that, that is putting your ability to raise future funding at, at jeopardy. And this is really, really, really scary. I wanna look at an example of a product launch that didn't do so well. We wanted with this product to raise $100,000. We thought, man, this is a home run. It's gonna be multiple six figures. But this campaign only raised $35,000. I wanna show you who that is. So you guys may know Series Chill from a few of the case studies and videos if you have been a lifelong listener watcher of this YouTube channel. Lisa and Series Chill is one of our top case studies. Her campaign three years ago now on Indiegogo raised only $34,000 Canadian. So if you translate that to US, it's about $26,000 with 300 backers. When somebody looks at that and they're thinking, oh, well, maybe this product isn't actually that great. Maybe there's not enough market demand. Maybe an investor looks at that and thinks, yeah, you know what? This doesn't look too great. Lisa could have missed out on a lot of opportunities. This, if you just look at the numbers, we make the wrong assumption. Today, Series Chill has hit the million dollar brand mark within 24 months of this campaign. So we have to be really careful. Lisa is one of several, several brands that may have had smaller campaigns, but end up going on to do multi-million dollar behemoths or being multi-million dollar behemoths online. So we cannot fall victim to assuming that because a campaign does not do well, that it is your problem or your, that is a sign of your product underperforming. It is a symptom of a bigger systemic issue that we are seeing with the evolution of crowdfunding platforms, okay? This is happening behind the scenes. It's killing so much creativity. It's killing so many opportunities. This is the hidden danger that if your crowdfunding campaign does not hit the numbers you are relying on, it could actually jeopardize your chances for future investment or market perception of your product, which is scary. So that brings me to point number three. Hidden danger number three is the very thing that is causing the mistrust in the Kickstarter community in terms of you rely on your backers to give you money to then fund your idea. But then if you don't do this thing right or at the right time, it could cause a litany of problems, which is, so this campaign that I'm gonna look at right now is awesome and they have been communicating amazingly. And I wanna show you an example of um, just some of the issues that can happen with this. So hidden danger number three is when you go to Kickstarter too early in your product development journey. Now Kickstarter to their credit and Indiegogo are getting really good and really cracking down on projects that they just will not let you on their platform if you are at the idea phase because it takes so much longer than you can ever imagine to bring that first custom product to market. So Kickstarter, Indiegogo, kudos to you guys are really cracking down to only let campaigns on the platform that have their prototype really scoped out. So in saying that, hidden danger number three is don't crowdfund too early in your production journey. 
I talk to creators all the time that are like, yeah, we, um, we don't have a manufacturer yet, but we're definitely going to be able to deliver in two months. And we're manufacturing out of China. <laughs> Any seasoned person will tell you, well, your product's gonna wait on a boat minimum two months right now. So anyway, let's get into the kind of some of the horror stories of supply chain and why you do not wanna crowdfund too early and what this can cause. So here's an example of a campaign that got successfully funded November, 2020. Let me show you a recent production update they did in March, 2022. Now again, I am highlighting this campaign because I think that they've done a fantastic job keeping their backers informed. So kudos to this team for just keeping people in the loop. And I realize it sucks that we are, you know, a year and a half past this and they're likely not going to fulfill for another year but this is not to this is not their fault it's just supply chain and the intricacies of bringing a new product to market that i am highlighting this campaign here to show you what it really is like to help you plan better to be in a better position when you go to kickstarter to make sure that you are pretty much ready to start manufacturing okay prototype and everything figured out so you can go through this update um, just by going through the video. They did a fantastic job uh, communicating, okay? And when I go through some of these updates, there are two comments I wanna highlight. Okay, so for the most part with this update, which was very well done, this team has basically said, hey, we're finally almost finished the prototyping and based on timeline, you should have product within eight months, okay? So, okay, most comments are okay. This gentleman, just like most people, lost his mind. He's really angry, he, blah, 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 blah. But I wanna highlight a couple comments down here where um, I'll say this is far from the worst Kickstarter experience I've had, and you obviously haven't backed many companies before this. If you back something on Kickstarter, you need to expect absolute minimum one year for return on your investment, especially with board games. There are companies that consistently sell their products through Kickstarter. They sometimes have a faster turnaround, blah, 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 blah. And I have never produced a game product I would have known the exact requirements needed, coupled with the craziness of the world. I am awaiting several that finalized Kickstarter way before this one. So I'm highlighting this because these comments are for people who are very well versed in the Kickstarter community. These two clearly have purchased several Kickstarter campaigns. And I have to say that this is the standard Kickstarter campaign. Most Kickstarter campaigns, unless if you are a brand that has supply chain figured out already, you are grossly going to underestimate the intricacy and how much goes into bringing a product to market and your timeline. So I, I highlight this project and these comments to show you that this is reality. And if you think you can bring a new product to market in three months, when you just have something sketched out on paper and you don't have the, the factory prototype or the tooling or any of that kind of locked and loaded, your timeline, triple it. I say this so you can set realistic expectations with yourself and also see if you need to arrange for backup funding so that when you go to market, you have a way to inject cash straight into inventory and manufacturing um, and you don't have to wait. 
So going through this, these are the three hidden dangers of Kickstarter campaigns. If you have any that you feel that I have not covered that you also wanna highlight, be sure to drop those in the comments. This is a video about awareness and helping you make an informed choice to whether you wanna to go to Kickstarter and also how to set yourself up for success so that hopefully you don't fall into one of these danger traps. In summary, who should go to Kickstarter and why you go to Kickstarter is really a personal choice. But at this point, I feel that you, you know, if, if you are a startup that has deep pockets, you're funded, you have an existing audience, you're an existing brand, go to Kickstarter. If not, if you're super early on, really do your homework and weigh the pros and cons and make sure that you build those into your business plan so that you have a smooth transition and you don't have to learn. I mean, you can really learn from the mistakes of other people and not your own because these can be some pretty expensive mistakes. Ha! Huh! This is all starting to sound pretty glum, right? Is there no way to bring a product to market? Well, absolutely there is. If you have gone through this video and you're like, I'll pass, I don't think I need Kickstarter. There is another way to launch your product online. That is where instead of going straight to Kickstarter, we recommend for certain products that you can put up a pre-order campaign on your own website and start taking pre-orders and building your business that way at a much lower cost. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit subscribe on your mobile device. And for more resources and information on how you can launch and scale your e-commerce business online, be sure to go to launchandscale.co. And we've also got a ton of free actionable content available on TikTok and YouTube. Just be sure to go to either platform, search for Kirsten, my name, K-H-I-E-R-S-T-Y-N. Apart from that, we'll see you in the next episode. Are you launching a product on either Kickstarter or Shopify and you're feeling completely overwhelmed with the process? Hi there, my name is Kirsten, the CEO of Launch and Scale. To date, we've helped several online sellers sell millions of dollars online and scale their business from zero to seven figures by focusing on building an audience of fans that will actually convert into paying customers. If you're serious about building a seven-figure e-commerce brand with less time and less risk, you should check out our product launch pad. PLP is a proven accelerator that takes you step-by-step -step through the process of launching and scaling your product brand. Brands like the Monk Manual, Aberlite, Series Chill, Jamstack, and several others were all launched using our product launch pad. So if you'd like to be our next success story, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more. And for a limited time, we're offering a seven-day trial of the product launch pad for only $1. Again, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more.